in December each year, I like to reflect on how the year went, what went well in my business, what didn't go so well, and what I can improve on for next year. I wanted to share my reflection with you all, and I would love to hear about your wins and even maybe even your flops that you had this year. So hop on over to Instagram or in the Facebook group and share the best part of your year and what you want to work on next year. I hope this isn't a boring episode for you. It really is a bunch of stats, but I tried to explain my why behind all the goals and how I really achieve my wins or why I think some things might have flopped this year. And I also think it's important to be transparent in the inner workings of my business because I want you to understand what really goes into being what I would consider a successful photographer. I think it's so easy to look at people we deem as successful and compare ourselves and think we're failing because of like a lot of work goes into that success and a lot of fails also go into it. And if you're only seeing someone's wins and you're comparing that to your losses, then it can really be defeating. But the truth is a lot of work goes into that success and for dang sure, a lot of failures too. Hey, photographer mamas, welcome to the Capture the Chaos podcast. My name is Brittany Renee. I'm a family and newborn photographer and your future photography BFF and cheerleader. I've learned and implemented strategies that have doubled my photography clients and have given me time freedom to do the things I love. I am ready to share it all with you. Do you wish you could book more newborn and family clients? Do you wish you knew how to find more time to do all the things for your business and still live your best life? Are you looking for that secret sauce to level up your sessions? Right now, your business probably looks like confetti on the floor after a birthday session. A bit of a mess. Your life is busy, chaotic, and it is filled with joy. If you're ready to build a business that fits into that wonderful life, you're in the right place. Throw in a load of laundry, pour yourself some coffee or a glass of wine, I'm not judging, and edit some photos. Let's get ready to grow, mama. At the beginning of the year, I redid my website and I put a lot, a lot, a lot of love into it. I switched from Pixie Set to show it because I really wanted to add a lot of personalization and color to it and Pixie Set just didn't have what I was looking for. I also enjoy designing my own website so I took that part on myself and I started it in January but I didn't hit publish until about April maybe even later honestly. I sought out experts to help me make it the best it could possibly be that was including what Sarah said for my website copy, Duo Collective for SEO strategy and of course Art Creative Co for some really amazing brand images. It was really important to me to make my website one reflect my me and my business and two really be a home base to grow my business and I wanted it to be really Google friendly and I have a lot of info on it that I could send to clients and my potential clients. So how did all that hard work pay off? On Google, you can rank for various keywords. So really, and ideally, you'd want to rank pretty high for things that people would search for. So like every variation of keywords will change your ranking slightly. So I live in Plano in the Dallas area. So I want things like Dallas newborn photographer, Plano newborn photographer, Plano family photographer, things like that. So this is where I'm ranking as of right now. Plano newborn photographer ranked average 16th on Google. Family photographer Plano ranked eight. Um, and that that is different than 
Plano Family Photographer, because I don't think I even ranked for Plano Family Photographer. And then there were various versions of Dally, Dally, Dallas Mini Session Photography, and just like various ways of saying that. And on all of them, I rank between third and sixth on Google, which is my crowning jewel. Uh, my claim to fame is being able to be ranked number three on Google for mini sessions in Dallas. So that was just with eight months um, of this website being live. So I'm pretty happy with that. And in theory, it's only going to go up. Uh, we can talk more about SEO on another episode. You know, I love SEO and all the inner workings of a website. And I know it can be really confusing. If you want something about SEO right now, episode 10 was live coaching um, tips to improve your ranking on Google and book more photography clients. So that will help you get started with SEO. One of my major plans this year was to spread out my, my income a bit more. A huge chunk of my income happens in October and November. I mean, I would go as far as to say 40% actually happens in October and November. And that is exhausting really. Um, and I can't possibly grow anymore during that time because it's just not physically possible without you know, sleeping. So my goal this year was to really try to have more sessions throughout the year. And if you've been a f in the family photography business for at least a couple of years, you've probably noticed a pattern for when you're the busiest. Obviously, September through December is the big time, Christmas cards, photo presents, things like that. And really depending on where you live, because I mean, if you're in a colder climate, you might end a little sooner and start a little earlier. But you know, in Texas, we're able to go. Really, we, we can shoot all year long, which is a blessing and a curse sometimes. And you probably see another spike, though smaller, in the spring. So January, February, and sometimes March are dead. Um, again, in those northern climates, you might be dead into April. And then in Texas and southern states where it's hot, you really won't see much action in July and August because it's really hot and people just don't want to be sweating during their sessions. Um, I've tried every which way to book more family sessions during those really low times and it's just not popular. That's not when people want to do photos. They don't want to do photos when everything's dead outside or when they're so hot. So this year I really wanted to focus on sessions that can't really wait until spring and fall like um, maternity and newborn and milestone sessions. Those things they just can't wait because obviously you have to ha do it when the babies are born or turning one, six months, whatever it is that you're doing. This year, I had 36 newborn and maternity sessions compared to 17 last year, um, which is more than double. So I, that's really amazing. I did improve it. Um, I sat out and I put my mind to it and I added double the amount of sessions that I had last year. Also, I do think last year was kind of a weird year um, for newborn sessions. People were still just kind of a little nervous I think with COVID and all that so that might have played a part in it um I'll I'll never know but I like to think it's because I put in put in the work for it and then I didn't realize I had set a goal for a hundred thousand income this year but I went back and looked at my goals that I set earlier this year and that was one of them which I am excited to report I will hit a hundred thousand here pretty soon and by the time this episode airs I probably already have uh, that's twenty seven thousand dollars more than last year which is I, I I can't even wrap my head around that I thought I was doing really good last year and then this year was even more so I'm really proud of myself for uh, setting these goals making a plan for these goals and going forward and actually achieving the goal now here's something that's really cool the first half of this year I only took sessions on weeknights and one weekend a month 
So I would do a Friday evening, Saturday evening, and a Sunday evening session. And then I took the other weekends off. And I didn't do more than probably one to two evening sessions during the other weeks. Sometimes probably even had none. So that's really cool. Um, now, obviously, once fall came, I did not stick to the one weekend a month plan. But I did actually take several weekends off for various things throughout the fall. So passing that benchmark while not overworking myself really did have some strategy in place. First of all, newborn sessions played a huge role. I, I love them because I can do them during the weekdays when my kids are at school and it doesn't eat into my family time. I also raised my prices about $50 to $100 per session. And I also limited the number of images I deliver. And, and I'll send out a, a proof gallery with option to purchase more images, which was huge asset in adding income to my business, especially this fall. I don't have a good way to track how many galleries upgraded, uh, but I would guess at least 60% upgraded their galleries this fall. And that would be have been a lot of money left on the table for the same amount of work if I didn't do these gallery upgrades. So if you're not doing gallery upgrades, honestly, do it. And then if you don't want to do gallery upgrades, just make sure that you're really, really charging for a full gallery um, because that's a lot of work editing all those images. I also want to mention that I was pretty dang busy this fall and that always leaves me feeling kind of apathetic towards everything in my life by December. Honestly, maybe more so this year than previous years. No, actually that's not true. Last year I was in a really bad depression and could barely be in social situations without leaving in an absolute panic and sometimes I left in tears. By the end of December I had gotten on Cymbalta and that really helped immensely. So this year I don't, I do feel drained and uninterested in a lot of things, but mentally I know that this is just a phase and that it is not going to last forever. I think that's the difference between having a handle on your mental health and being in a downward spiral. Last year I was honestly having some suicidal thoughts which prompted me to get help and this year while I'm not necessarily excited about Christmas and my husband did have to force me to decorate for the holidays I am kind of pushing myself through the motions and I don't have but I don't have that same awful outlook that I had last year you know what I mean does it make any sense I mean if you don't suffer with anxiety and depression this might not make any sense to you um but you can kind of hear what I um, feel on the inside and other people like me. So I was in a deep, dark hole and now I'm just in a bit of a pit where I can still see the sunlight. Anyway, that's just another aspect people don't consider when overworking themselves like that. It can really take a, whole, a toll on your mental health and it's important to notice that and to kind of prepare for it and get help if you need help. So that was just my mental health plug. Some other goals I had written down were let go and let God. Now this one is always a work in progress. Sometimes I'm great at this and sometimes I really, I just kind of take over the driver's seat and I'm like, see you later. But I'm really trying to remember not to be a backseat driver. Um, and then I also wrote down so in the slow. <laughs> oh, sometimes, yes, sometimes, no. Definitely not this fall. I did not sew in the slow this fall, but I have been really relaxing a lot more now that the busy rush rush is over. So I am kind of sewing in that slow. There are going to be times where you're really busy and there are going to be times where you need to take it slow. And I think it's important to know when the time is to go hard and know when you need to sit down. You can't always be going, 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 going because then you get into that um, mental health crisis. And then I wrote down 100,000. Woo, woo, check, check. I wrote down build a coaching business. And this one has been a flop, but I'll get into that one in a bit. Start a podcast. Yes, sir. We, here we are. I'm doing it. This one is fun. Having this podcast has surpassed all 
any of my expectations I had. Honestly, I didn't expect much, but I have been blown away by the love and the support from you guys. So seriously, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Um, it's been more than I could have ever imagined. Okay, so let's talk about the fails of the year because yes, there are some a lot. I always have mini sessions that will flop and it honestly doesn't bother me. I consider mini sessions successful if I have at least four people sign up and I know I had at least a few that didn't get that many. In fact, I did have to cancel one of my Christmas ones recently that I did kind of throw together at the last minute and I only got one person signed up for it. <laughs> um, and I'm sure I had some in the spring or the summer that didn't do well. Um, you know, I just kind of forget it and move past it. I really should probably document these things, but I don't. Sorry to say. One really low point of the year was after I had my surgery. I didn't take sessions for about six weeks. The end of summer is always kind of a hard time in general because my savings are depleted. I usually pad up my accounts in the fall and it floats me through paying myself for the year. But by September, I was broke as a joke. I had a lot of expenses this year that I've mentioned. So that really wasn't fun to basically scrape by until October. And just a reminder that even though my business did gross $100,000, that does not mean it all goes into my pocket. Taxes and business expenses are brutal. All right, I said I would go into more detail about my coaching side of the business and how that is going under the and that's under the flops of the year. In 2021, I decided I wanted to dip my toes into education. I really wasn't sure which way I wanted to go. I didn't know how to go about getting into it. So I just decided to just start and see where it led me. I told myself I would give it one year. And if it was something I wanted to continue, I would. Though I didn't make any money coaching by the end of the year, I thought, okay, this this could go somewhere next year in 2022. So I, I, then I, in 2022, I'm going all in. I'm really going to invest in my education, just see what I can do. So I hired a coach. I did a mentorship. I took some courses, etc., etc. I decided to launch my own newborn course, which you have probably heard me talk about. It took me most of the year to get it going. I really poured my heart into it, and I thought for sure this was going. It was. It was it. This is going to be amazing. I had a lot of interest in it. I felt really confident. I did everything I could to promote it, to make it the best it could possibly be. And in my heart, I knew if it wasn't successful that I truly had given it my all and I can walk away without regret. So I launched the course and crickets. It, it was really heartbreaking. I'm not gonna lie. I cried big ugly tears. I was mad, like legitimately mad. Um, I ended up selling the course to a total of three people. So that did perk me up a little bit. I guess I did end up selling it to free people. It took a little bit of traction to get going, um, but I still was really defeated. I felt, okay, and this is nothing on you guys. It's nothing on anyone that I've ever helped. Feelings are feelings for a reason, um, and they aren't always necessarily logical. So I felt taken advantage of, like so many people wanted to ask me questions and learn from me, and it just felt like they didn't care enough to invest in learning from me. They just wanted it for free. And that was a really hard pill to swallow because the truth is I do love sharing my knowledge with photographers, hence why I have a podcast. I love to see people grow and succeed. It really means a lot to me. And I think that I do have a place in this world for that. So I learned a really hard lesson this year about getting into the ed education in photography. And after talking to some other educators, I know I'm not alone in this feeling. Um, it's 
education is a whole other beast and it comes with its own struggles and lessons to be learned. And I shared on social media that I wasn't sure if I was going to continue with coaching portion of my business. And I'm honestly still not 100% sure. I don't want to let it go completely, but I definitely have a lot to learn. Um, a friend told me to pray about it before I decided one way or another. Um, and I will, but to be honest, I'm just not ready to listen to the answer yet, whether it's yes or whether it's no. Um, so I haven't started praying about it. And sometimes it's a do as I say thing, not as I do. And this is one of those situations where I know I'm not necessarily doing the right thing by not praying about it, but I'm just, you know, I'm just not ready to know. (laughs) Oh, and of course, I'm going to keep the podcast because I really do love this no matter no matter what happens with the education thing. All right, enough about me. Let's talk about you. So I want you to sit down and think back across the year. What wins did you experience? What flops did you have? And how can you learn from those experiences? And I'm excited because in January, we're going to we're going to talk about setting measurable goals. I love setting goals. I love planning actions to reach those goals. And I think writing them down and planning steps in order to reach those goals is a huge part of actually meeting the goals. Like I don't think I would have met $100,000 this year if I didn't sit down, write that I wanted to to achieve that and then how I was going to going to achieve that. So that will be December. But first, we really have to reflect on the year and talk about the hard things about what didn't go well. And then also the really great things, what went well. So shoot me a message. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about um, why we think maybe things didn't succeed. I really do want to talk to you about this. And unfortunately, podcasting isn't something that I can chat with you very often so I really do love it whenever you guys reach out to me um, on dms and instagram and stuff like that and we can actually talk because it's what brings the community together thank you so much for hanging out with me today I'd love to hear what you thought about today's episode or any questions you might have drop me a dm on instagram at Brittany Renee underscore photo and if you haven't already be sure to join the free facebook group that's bit.ly slash capture the chaos fb and lastly it would help me out so much if you could leave me a review on apple Podcasts. reviews help boost ratings so i can reach other photographers who need a friend in the community just like you again thank you so much for being here and i'll see you next time